What's up? Welcome to the Pretty Decent Podcast, the podcast that barely meets expectations. My name is Javier, and I'll be your host. So relax, grab some snacks, and enjoy. All right, now let's get to the episode. I have no idea how to start this, but honestly, we're just going to act like I was not absent for the last two months since the last episode was released in November 17. I just know that y'all are probably so glad to see my beautiful face, you know, after two months. Disclaimer, I was intending on releasing a Thanksgiving episode, and there is a video of me baking some pumpkin bars for Thanksgiving. It was for the Thanksgiving dinner that I went to on my, it was at my girlfriend's house, so there's a video it's in the vault i think i never released it because i edited it no i didn't even edit it um but i recorded it and then as soon as i finished recording i left and then by the time i actually had time to record it it was almost christmas so i was like well it's too late so you know who who knows maybe like further down the road i release it as like a special i don't know but yeah let's just let's just you know let's just act like nothing happened you know i definitely have not been absent for the past two months and you know definitely did not record a christmas episode like i was hoping to do but you know i'm just glad i'm just glad i'm back i'm glad i'm sitting in front of the camera once again and i get to talk to you guys because i have i have a good feeling about 2024 it's as of this recording it's january 15 on a monday at 5 p.m and i have i have a very good feeling that this year is going to be significantly better than 2023 2023 started off really good. I will say that, you know, with the marathon, which is today is the one year anniversary of the Louisiana marathon, which, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about that. The fact that I managed to run a marathon and I'm training for my third one, which is crazy, but I don't want to, you know, get too ahead of myself. Um, But yeah, you know, I started off with the marathon and then there was a whole situation that happened in february that i don't want to talk about and then march came around april and then april was the half marathon you know i i i set a new personal best at the half marathon which that was also insane and then i shaved my head at the beginning of may and then in june was a louis tomlinson concert and then that's when I met my girlfriend, and then in July, that's when I started going out with my girlfriend, and then August, that's when I asked my girlfriend to be my girlfriend, and then September was my birthday, I went to a wedding with my girlfriend, I went to Quad Cities, and all of that debacle with, like, debacle? Is that even a word? It probably is a word. I don't know if I used it right. Then the whole thing with the Quad Cities Marathon happened and, you know, that catastrophe. And then, 
October came around and my parents came and visited. That was a lot of fun. Um, Halloween happened. What has happened in October? I definitely went down this whole spiraling into what uh, just a bad mental state, I guess, after the marathon. And then November came around and I started running every now and then. And then December came around and I did. Well, now I'm catching guys up to speed with what happened in, you know, those two months since I last uploaded. Um, So I think after the episode 71, it was very bad. Honestly, like I regret uploading. I regret and not regret uploading that episode because on the on one hand, on one on one is that he, I don't know I don't know if I'm using it properly on on one end it really showed I just realized that I was like talking like this the whole time I'm very sorry I know you guys are here to look at my beautiful face if you're watching on video but anyway um I feel like that episode was a lot of ranting without enough information under my belt and that's fine you know that's ha- that happens I'm human we're all human okay I I own up to my mistakes. Um, it was definitely not an entertaining episode looking back on it because it was just like a lot of complaining about situations in the in the current situations in the United States. Obviously, there are bigger problems happening in the world, but, you know, you got to take what you have, I guess. Um, and just the performance. I saw the perform, And normally, I don't let performance dictate what I do moving forward. It kind of does because it helps me see what works and what doesn't work. But at the same time, I had to take with a grain of salt because I know that I have been my uploading schedule has been very inconsistent. So there is no way to build traction with the episodes. And I'm not expecting the episodes to have like a thousand listens on or something like that. Like, no, like I kind of have to like build up the audience once again. Um, so it kind of just like gave me this, like, okay, Javi, this was the worst episode you've uploaded in a long time. So I was like, I'm just going to take a step back, kind of gather myself once again, because I feel like I lost a sense of control that I had at the end of last year because of work, work just picked up insane insanely and then just like the whole thing with like winter coming in and like losing time pretty much because of like it gets so dark so early like it was getting dark at 4 p.m and it just threw me off and then I just like my whole mood just like changed and everything was just a lot of things were happening um so I was just like I, I I just needed some time to like get that inspiration and motivation to want to record again because I was like I'm not gonna leave the podcast just out of nowhere like I just need and I, f- I feel like I should have let you guys know like hey I'm stick I'm taking a step back you know to like gather myself and like you know just feel reinvigorated about wanting to record once again um and then 
you know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of use the time to also like spend time with my friends and um, my girlfriend and just kind of like enjoy the moment, I guess. And then uh, Christmas is always a busy season, busy, busy season. So that was also, you know, like kind of made it a little bit rough. And I was also working on getting back into running. And in December, I did like 12 days of run mass, run mass, I guess you want to call it like that, which that's what I called it, Um, where it's just, you know, trying to get back into like the running habit, regardless of like the weather or whatever. And then that just helped me kind of like work as to what goals I wanted to have for 2024 um, with running and like just my personal life and everything. And that's when I was like, okay, like I just need to find, cause I, I think it, it was also that I stopped going to the movies and for some reason that gives me stuff to talk about because I have, I guess if you don't really know me that well, I have this affinity with movies where it sometimes movies or TV shows make me remember stuff from my past. And then, like, just for some reason, it just brings something in me that makes me feel a lot better. And I don't know why, but, like, I guess because of time and money, because going to the movies is expensive as hell. And just, like, having, you know, not having the time to be able to just sit down and enjoy a movie has kind of been, like detrimental to my well-being I guess you could say that and like that's very drastic Uh, but at the same time it was just like like I don't feel like talking about social stuff that's going on in social media is very hard like I'm very well versed in what's going on in like the social media world and everything but no one is it's very few people that are chronically online as I am where they know everything. So like, like I feel like my brain just goes at a a hundred miles an hour and I can't just like pick something that I want to talk about, which is something that I'm actively working on. Um, So don't worry, you know, if, if you were wondering how I was doing, I was doing great. Um, like I said, me and my girlfriend were going, today is our five months or whatever, you know, five months together, uh, which is insane. Um, but we're doing very good. If you were wondering, she'll soon be a guest in the podcast. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of had plans for this episode to be a recap of 2023 and I had this great idea because everyone so I've been watching on YouTube and on Instagram or whatever people are always like why 2023 was my best year ever and I'm like it's just funny how in social media people only post a good thing and you know if you just if that that's that's fine okay I'm not gonna knock you off your boat or whatever but I personally don't like that so like I don't mind posting on my stories or whatever. If I'm having a bad day, I'll post it. Like, for example, on Friday, right, we had a terrible snow. And I got, I, I was definitely not happy to go to work because I had to deal with 
getting just just dealing with snow. I hate I hate snow. I don't even know what I'm still doing in the Midwest considering how much snow we get. But just or even like for example with the marathon, right? A, a lot of like running influencers or just influencers in general social media personalities, however you want to call it, only post the good things, which if that's what they want to do, that's fine. But I feel like that I can't do that. And even like with the podcast, that's something that I try doing is like just trying to try and keep it real and like make you feel like you and I are one and the same, which is what I feel like a lot of people in the internet don't do. And I mean, obviously, that's I guess that's also like how to build a brand, but I don't really care about building a brand. I just like I like doing this. I like talking. So, you know, I, I just like it. Like what, what I'm trying to get to is like seeing all of like everyone saying like, wait, 2023 was my best year ever or something like that. A lot of people might not be able to say that. So I feel like it's sometimes it's like, like, at least for me, when I had like, like, to be honest, 2022 wasn't my best year. Um, a lot of bad things happened. It wasn't a bad year, but it wasn't like my best year ever. And I guess like when you're like in this state where you're not going through the best time in your life and then you see like everyone just like in a way it feels like they're bragging or whatever it just kind of kind of makes it harder for other people to you know like if you're going through a bad time which is one of the things that I don't like about social media it's just like how easy it can just like affect your input or how you think about stuff because it's just like social media and the internet is just such a fast-paced thing that it can easily just like affect your mood immediately so I guess like I had this like funny idea of like, and this was before I was planning on recording last weekend. Um, but I had this idea of just being like, why 2023 was the worst year ever. And then it was going to be a joke, obviously, because 2023 was actually a really good year. Um, it did start great. And then there was like this like in like February, March, April. And then, like, picked up once again. And then, like, it just went uphill from there. Um, so I just thought it was it would have been pretty funny if I would have been, like, <laughs> 2023 was the worst year ever. or And then, like, make that, like, the name of the episode. But it was just, like, I don't know. I always found that very funny. And because even, like, <clears throat> I don't want to knock on what this like sudden boom of like running influencers because like i guess like it became a trend to be a runner and that's fine okay that's totally fine because it's a healthy thing i'm not knocking on the fact that people are running because i've been running for four years and that really helped my life, okay? I'm not saying that I'm like, people are, are running. Ugh, I hate seeing that. Like, no, I love people. I love seeing people, you know, attempt 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, marathons, whatever, right? If I played a role in that, 
awesome. If I didn't, that's totally awesome as well. Like, I just, I know, like, living, like, I want to live my life to a point where, like, I leave an impact on people, other people's lives, whether it was, like, one person or a thousand people, right? Whatever. Um, that's just how I want to live my life. And whether it's someone that I just met for 15 minutes or five minutes or someone that I've known for 10 years, right? That's just, that's just how I carry my life. And I just have this, like, I've had this, I guess, like, not problem, but it's just the whole thing with, like, running influencers is very... It like I don't even know how to put it into words because a lot of them like it's very like I'm not new into running. I've been running for four years and I've been it's been hard to consistently run and train as much as I want to, considering I have a regular job and I don't have infinite amount of money to be balling out on like all of the races that I want to run or you know all of the gear that I want to get or all of the shoes that I want to get, all of that stuff. So it's almost sometimes. And I'm sure that this also happens in other, like, different communities in the internet where sometimes it feels like they're bragging about all of the stuff they're doing. Or like, oh, yeah, if you want to run a, 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 a marathon, you have to do all of these th these things. And if you don't do them, then you won't be able to do it or something like that. Or like, oh, you need to have this or that in order to run a marathon. And it sometimes can come off as... Like, you either are scaring people away from running or you're trying to, like, slap them across the face and telling them, like, oh, yeah, like, I can afford all of this and I can do all of this. And you can't. I know not everyone is – I know that not everyone has that intention, but sometimes it comes off as that. So I started to look more into, like, runners on Instagram that – have a regular life, you know, like being an influencer is not their whole life where, you know, they have a regular job, like they wake up, they go to work and they run after work, you know, like it. And it's sometimes like very discouraging seeing like, obviously, like it's like, I guess like it's the modern day athlete, I guess, like, you know, like putting their stuff on social media, which is fine. Like, if that's how you get your bag, get your bag. I won't knock you for that. Um, like, if I was able to do that, I would do it in a heartbeat. Are you kidding? I Part of me would rather do that than have to work <laughs> and, like, have to wake up at 5 in the morning every day just to go to work. Um, but, you know, like, not everyone is has the privilege to do that for a living. So I guess, like, like it's very hard because, like, I can't. And that, this is not just about running, but also like just like life in general. You can't compare yourself one to one to someone else or like everyone else because everyone has a different life and everyone goes through things and and tackles things differently because everyone has different different experiences that makes them different from everyone else. Like everyone is unique. No one is in like. You can't, you're not going to be able to have the same person. Even if they're identical twins, they're not the same person because, you know, like everyone's different. 
Um, so just like <clears throat> it's even for me at times, it was, I will say it, this last year was very hard for me to not get into this state of like wanting to compare myself to other people in running because it, it was just like this whole thing of like, damn, if I have more time, if I had more time to train as much as I wanted to, I'd be able to, you know, like meet this goal that I have in my life or man, if I had more money, I'd be able to afford this. That would help improve my training. Man, if I had more time, if I lived somewhere else, I would be able to train all year round. But for crying out loud, it's, I don't know. I don't even know how cold it is right now. But like, you know, like I've been trying to preach, I guess, the whole thing of like adaptability is the best ability because a good runner adapts to whatever comes into honestly a good person adapts to whatever comes to like out of nowhere right you like that's one of the best skills that you can have whether it's like at your job or you know with family stuff or with running whatever sport you know like if football like you know the playoffs are going on right now right like being able to adapt to different circumstances is honestly the best ability that you can have and just like this whole thing of like comparing yourself to someone else is just such a hard thing not to do when everyone's posting everything on social media and i guess like what i'm trying to convey whenever i post something about my running or something about my life or something is like hey like i have a regular job i'm a regular human being i don't have like infinite amounts of money or whatever but i made it work if you need help or if you want advice, I'm more than welcome to help out. And even like when you're in like the process of training, I guess like I had to realize like what my goals are for why I'm training. Like, for example, I guess we're going to dive into what I, what goals I have this year, right? Which, funny enough, I wrote them for the first time yesterday in my journal. So we're, we're making strides, okay? I started the year yesterday, pretty much. Um, but I have a few goals in life for this year, whether it's running-related or, like, my career or whatever. Um, like, this year, I want to run at least six races, three in the spring and three in the fall. And the ones in the spring... Um, I want to focus on just feeling strong and like building up the fitness so that I can have a good running fitness and like just have a good running regimen, I guess you want to say it like that throughout the entire year, whether, you know, like, I don't know where I was going with the weather, but anyway, so like, you know, my first marathon this year, I'm. it's scheduled to be in April in Champaign, Illinois. My goal for that one is to just finish it and feel strong. My secondary goal with that is to attempt to go under 415. Just, you know, really, like, I know that course is flat. I know, I know I've ran there before, so I, 
I have an idea that it's an achievable goal. Like, it's not impossible or anything like that. But that's my goal. Like, you know, attempt to... Well, my, my main goal is to just, like, feel strong and finish it. Do better than I did in Quad Cities. That's all I want to do. And then my secondary goal, like I said, is just to go under 415, which was my... It's my best marathon at the moment. And then... I also want to do a half marathon, and I think my I'm I'm planning on doing it in May, and just revisit the Chicago Spring Half Marathon that I did in 2022 after I graduated college, just because I want to you know I want to go back to I don't know I want to revisit it. I had a lot of fun doing that one, and I like running Chicago. It's pretty fun, um, and that one like I don't have any. I guess like it's just like I said my goal for like the three spring races is to just feel strong and like just have more race environment because i like the adrenaline like just like seeing all the community and everything i love that so and then my last one is do a 5k or a 10k a virtual one doesn't really matter um i just want to like have that like environment i guess Uh, And just tackle different races. And then, obviously, I'm going to already have the fitness of a marathon. And then just, like, keep that same, like, I guess throughout the summer and, like, end of spring going into the summer and into the fall. It's just maintain the fitness that I had at the end of April where, like, you know, like, peak marathon and just maintain it. That's my plan. Just, like have those long like every other weekend have like a long run that's between 15 to 20 miles and then 10 to 15 like that like just back and forth and then i want to do the detroit free press marathon in i think that's in october that's gonna be where i'm gonna attempt to go sub four i'm gonna look at the course how if it's flat or whatever but if it's you know if if it's if it's a, a doable to do a sub four, I'll do it. But also it's I want to get another state out of like running in every state in the continental U.S. So you know that's the goal, right? Um, and then the other thing I want to do is the turkey trot with my girlfriend. That's in November. That's just gonna be for fun. And you know it's a five k. It's a different distance. And then doing the Chicago half marathon in September because that's around my birthday and it'll be like a good I won't attempt to do a PR because it's going to be way too close to the Detroit free press but you know just like run Chicago once again because that was like my very first half marathon that was my very first race that I ever did uh so I just want to like revisit that and it's a fun fun course so I just want to you know run that once again and then I want to be more consistent in the podcast. Uh, I have a goal to upload 50 episodes this year, which that means is pretty much an episode a week, which, you know, I can do it. I can do it. Okay. I want to, I want to, at least I want to reach a hundred episodes. That's the, like, that's like the, the secondary goal with like the podcast is to reach a hundred episodes this year. And obviously like try and get like this routine into like being able to record and edit and everything. It just sucks because 
I feel so discouraged because my computer is ass at the moment. I can't even, I haven't shut, I haven't closed this computer in almost a year now because the screen is messed up. So I have to get it checked. Um, but anyway, uh, I guess like that's, those are like the relevant goals that I can share. Um, I want to, you know, I want to read more um, and just, you know, explore more, live more in the moment, you know, like this just one of like, I mean, I've been trying to do that since I met my girlfriend pretty much. Um, but yeah, like just kind of like, like I said, um, with like the running influencer stuff, it's, it's something that I've been, I, cause I like seeing people getting into running. It's just very hard to introduce running to people and then keep them into the, in the community because in social media, like I think obviously for me, the algorithm is tailored to that. And I'm sure a lot of people might see it, even if they're not really into running. Um, but just like, I, I can see how someone that's brand new into running might feel intimidated by it, which is normal. It's very normal, and it's just like like everywhere, everyone is running nowadays, and I just don't want it to be like where it's a trend and then it dies off. I mean, part of me wouldn't be bothered if it dies off a little bit because I would have a better chance to get into Boston, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but it's the same thing as like everyone has a podcast, right? It's a, it's literally the same thing. Now everyone's a runner, which is fine, okay? It's health. I don't know why I'm so, like, peeved. Because it's not even that I'm peeved at, like, the brand new people coming in. I just don't want it to be where it's, like, this whole thing of, like, because it's trendy, people do it. And then they stop doing it once it dies off. Like, you know, it'd be a lot better if like the community like i mean i guess like the community like i guess like running influencers are actually doing something good for the running community and like bringing people into the running community but i don't know i don't know why i'm like <laughs> like so like not mad but like it's such a like a like a sensitive topic i guess uh but no like to let's let's you know to straighten things out i like seeing people coming into the community I just don't want it to be where it's like because it's trendy, people do it, not because they want to better themselves, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, I mean, if in the process of it be being trendy, you better yourself and you like it, that's great. But I guess like because it's trendy, people might start doing it. And then like because it's very hard to get people into running when they're like, oh, well, like. I can't even run a mile. And I'm like, that's literally how you start. You learn how to run a mile. And then you progressively pick it up. Like, don't be like me. Don't be an idiot and attempt to run a 10K when you're just starting off. Like, just, you know, like building blocks, okay? Building blocks. But if it's a trend, it's a trend, I guess. Um, it's similar to, like, I don't know why, but... I just thought about, it reminds me of like power balance. 
I don't know if you remember what that was, but that was those bracelets that, you know, like would give you like extra balance and like perform better in sports or whatever. It's just like that, you know, like I'm just afraid that it's just going to be a trend. And then like similar to how like podcasting has been a trend for a year. Um, when I had a podcast and I ran before it was cool to do it, but hey, you know, maybe I'm a trendsetter. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Um, but I don't know, man. Um, I don't know if I'm starting to notice more people into running because I'm more involved in running now. But oh, and another goal is to start a running team. That's another of my goals. You know, like uh, I've been working on it with um, another friend. She used to run in college, and I've been talking with her about all that that this stuff. So, yeah, future running club, running team in in, in, in the future. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Shh, it's a secret. Um, but you know, I'll I'll and I'll leave it at this. This will be the last topic with running. The last few things with running. Also. I'm, you know, training has been going really good. Five weeks in, feeling very good. A lot of indoor running done lately. I've been doing a lot more strength training, so I feel like I'm bigger, but I know it's muscle because I put on some shorts today, running shorts, and they were tight as hell. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what the fuck? And then I realized it's because I've been doing leg more more consistently. So, makes sense. Um, but... Yeah, training has been going has been going pretty good. Uh, I had an off week last week because of the weather, um, but I'm just praying for the weather to get a lot better because I'm tired of the cold and the darkness. I just want it to be like give me a little bit of sunlight. I don't care if it's like 40, 40 degrees Fahrenheit. That's great. I can work with that. I just don't like it when it's like below thirty. That's the worst. I hate that. Um, but. And I, I hate treadmill running. It's, it's I hate it so much. But yeah, uh, training camp has been going pretty good. Um, but here's a lot. Here's my last little nugget, I guess, with like what's going on with running lately. If you're new into running or want to get into running, and you are looking for running tips and running stuff into the in like social media just remember everyone is unique everyone is different what works for them might not work for you and at the same time everyone has different goes through different things everyone has different lifestyles right you won't be able to integrate and incorporate incorporate everything that they do into your life so you're gonna have to find a balance between what works for you and also you're not gonna you know rome wasn't built in one day right same thing with running you're not gonna have the endurance to run a marathon in a week no you're not a freak of nature okay um so yeah also you don't have to be like keto or like have all of these 
supplements or whatever to be a runner. Like, are you crying out? Are you kidding? I don't even do that shit. I eat Pop-Tarts and look at me, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, remember, a lot of people you see online, running is a business for them. So make sure you focus on the running aspect of it, not the business aspect of it. If you want to try their products, go ahead. Remember, back in the day, they didn't have all of this and they were still able to do it. That doesn't mean you need it today. Pfft, I'm so wise. Anyway, we're going to, we're going to, you know, that's the finish line, I guess, with running. Well, when there's never really a finish line with running. But anyway, um, I kind of want to talk about Jacob Elordi's bath water. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's salt burn, baby. So. I've been seeing it all over TikTok and all over Instagram about, well, I first saw the candle that said Jacob Elordi's bath water. And here's a, I guess I'll put it, I'll see if I put a little picture over here about, of the candle. Um, but there's this movie called Saltburn. It's a very weird movie to say the least. If you've never, if you haven't watched it, spoilers ahead. If you have, right, it's fucking weird. But anyway, it, that movie piqued my interest at the end of last year because I saw, like, also, I, had, I keep forgetting how tall Jacob Elordi is because next to Barry, Barry Keoghan, he's, well, Jacob Elordi's like 6'5", and Barry is, like, under six foot i think five six maybe five seven i don't know short people on my right um i'm a fellow six foot one almost six foot two so yes um but uh yeah like i had seen the promotions of it after the the strike was after the strike ended um the actors and writer strike uh and um, it piqued my interest because, like, I like, I guess I like A24 movies. And it gave me that same, like, aesthetic vibe, I guess, if you want to say it like that. Um, and, you know, as someone that took a film class for one semester, <laughs> I did a whole movie analysis on it worthy of an essay but i won't do that because i want to keep it entertaining for you guys but pretty much you know spoilers right uh, we're gonna go into a little spoiler section um the movie is about it's early 2000s it's about it's in the uk um it's about two college a college student we follow this this college student called Oliver Quick. Oliver Quick. And, um, you know, he's going to college, and I think it's Oxford. And, you know, he is this nerdy, quirky college student. And then, oh, the, sorry, the movie starts is like he, he is re retelling what happened. So, you know, uh, we, the movie, you know, like we're, we're with him in college, and then like, we meet uh, Jacob Lordy's character. Um, 
Felix. And, you know, we learned that he's this rich kid with, like, rich parents, whatever, and, like, blah, 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 blah. And then things happen leading up to the end of the college year. And we find out that um, Oliver is not of money. And, like, you know, his parents were addicts, whatever. And, you know, his dad passed away. And then, you know... Felix invites him to to over the summer to his house to you know Saltburn, which is like like just like this insane estate that uh, Felix's family owns, and then um, you know like you meet all of his family and stuff, and then like the movie is okay. I don't want to retell the whole movie, but pretty much the movie is very it's interesting with what it's portraying and what it's saying and it's pretty much like like for example like the the Jacob Elordi bath water scene it's pretty much saying how it's like how 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 to word it like pretty much like throughout the whole movie Oliver starts consuming the whole family you know like eventually he kills Felix and he kills Felix's sister and he kills oh no he doesn't kill Felix's dad he kills Felix's mom and then eventually like he ends up taking charge of Saltburn oh wait sorry the movie starts with Felix no sorry Oliver and just like you know, he's an adult. And then at the end of the movie, we find out that he's telling everything to Felix's mom, who is on her deathbed. And then we find out, like, he was in love with Felix, but he was also in love with, he was just greedy and he wanted more. And so the whole thing of, like, Oliver... Oliver lied about, you know, his financial status with his family and everything because he was just like upper middle class, I guess. That's how you would say it. And then Felix found out on on Oliver's birthday and then he found out that Oliver lied. And then, um, you know, they went back to, to Saltburn and had uh, Oliver's party. And then uh Felix dies that night and they find him the morning after the birthday and then like everything just like domino effects until like everyone in Felix's family dies and then we pick up with you know after after Felix's sister dies Oliver is kicked out of Saltburn by um, I don't even remember Esbeth. I don't know what I remember what Felix's mom's name was, but you know we know like he gets kicked out and he goes back and like he's like finishes school or whatever and then uh, you know like further down the road like a few years later, uh, Oliver coincidentally uh, bumps into Felix's mom in a cafe and then. She's like, oh, you should come back to Saltburn, whatever. And then that's when we're, like, at her deathbed. So 
there, Oliver is telling everything how the deaths weren't accidental, where he pretty much planned everything, which, you know, crazy, um, where he poisoned. He says that he poisoned Felix, and then he left the switchblade, the blades, so that uh, Felix's sister could, you know, herself, and then... Um, I don't think he's. He, I don't think he killed F- Felix's dad. But when he went back to Saltburn after bumping into Felix's mom, which that was no coincidence, because then being like, there's this shot where like he looked into his computer and he's just like not typing. It's just typing gibberish. So you know, crazy. And then that's when we find out that he had planned it all along. And then you know. He ends up taking care of Felix's mom, and then he pretty much just, like, kills her. So, pretty much, I guess, like, the whole theme or, like, the message of the movie is, like, people just wanting more. Like, you're never going to have enough. Like, there's, like, this whole thing, like, society's never going to be a good place. The world's never going to be a good place because people just want more and always are like this like i need more even though for example like oliver was pretty well off his family was well off he was in oxford you know like he was like a, a smart student but he still wanted more so that's why he wanted to befriend felix and then like he just pretend like slowly started like just like consuming their their lives thus you know the scene with the bathtub scene after you know a session of Jacob Elordi, I don't even know how to say it and keep it PG, but doing stuff in the tub. Um, <laughs> no, what's the? Uh, I don't even know. I don't even. I'm just laughing because I'm. I don't know how to say it, um, but. You know, he, like, doing stuff in the tub. And then feel, uh, Oliver, uh, just, like, after, like, just drinking the tub water when it's, like, draining down, you know. Uh, I, like, I gagged. Uh, yeah, just think of, just thinking about it. Uh. Anyway. Um, and then you have uh, the scene with Oliver, you know pretty much being a vampire on Felix's sister, which that was also... Anyway. And then, yeah, so pretty much he just wanted to control over everything, I guess. And, you know, to the point where, like, he slowly started killing them off, which, you know, like, I was just like, damn, like... Damn, Oliver, like, it's crazy. And then that's the whole, and then, yeah, it was just, I, I guess, like, it foreshadowed. Because at the, I, I know, I remember at the beginning of the movie, um, and, I, you know, I love these type of movies that just foreshadow stuff, like Hereditary or Midsummer, or... I don't even know what other movie like foreshadow stuff like you know like what's gonna happen in the at the end but like 
um when he when oliver first goes into saltburn they like pan into like the uh like this whole thing of like the family as like marionettes and stuff and then like i'm like interesting okay like i kind of like had a had an idea like just thought immediately like oh like i I bet oliver is like gonna do something to them or like he's gonna take over and like control their lives i didn't know it was gonna go to the extent of killing them all but like you know (laughs) um and then you know like the story of the minotaur like you know the minotaur and like the statue and stuff like if you know if you don't know the story of the minotaur i believe it goes something like there was this king that had this bull and did not want to kill it so someone put a i don't know like an enchantment or something on his wife and his wife fell in love with the bull and then they had the kid which was the minotaur and then the minotaur went and just like was born and stuff and then like grew up and like started wrecking havoc and stuff so pretty much it's like a story on like greed and stuff like that so you know pretty much works with like the whole theme of salt burn which is like you know themes in society and stuff like that and I guess, like, the movie is meant to leave you thinking about, like, damn, that's crazy. And, like, it has those, like, shock value moments. Like, whoa. But the shock value moments are not there without any reason behind it. Like, they add into the theme and, like, the message that the director and the writer were trying to convey with the movie. Which, you know, like... It's crazy because like even like the dialogue between the characters also like adds to the whole theme of the movie, which I also found very interesting. And it is a comedy. It's a very, very, very dark comedy. It's like British humor every now and then. But it's a it's a dark comedy. But because there are parts in the movie that are just funny. But it's also like, whoa, like, okay, that's that's crazy. Like, you know, Um, but yeah, I recommend you give it a watch. Uh, Beware. There are some scenes that are like, okay, like what? But it's it's a very good movie. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed it. It's on Amazon Prime. So I'm prime video. So, you know, give it a watch. It's a very good movie. Um, Barry Keoghan after that movie I will say he gave me Joker vibes He, I can see it I can see why Matt Reeves is that his name? Matt Reeves? no Christopher John Jack Jake the director of the Bat Christopher Christian I don't know <laughs> the director of the the um What's his name? Robert Pattinson, Batman. Uh, why he casted Barry Keoghan as the Joker. Because there is one scene after he goes vampire mode on Felix's sister. And he is this tub scene. And there's like, he's just like, has like blood over his mouth. And you just see like this part, like this part's underwater. So you see that. And I'm like, damn, that looks like the Joker, bro. That's so crazy. Oh my God, bro. Like, imagine, like, wow. Like, he, he like, uh. and like, just like everything, how he plans everything. I was like, this, this is giving major Joker vibes. And I 
fuck with it. This is very cool. And yeah. Also, I've been watching a lot of Daredevil, the Netflix show, which is on Disney Plus. And Kingpin is a big baby. That's every time I see Kingpin, Kingpin in the show, I just think of the old animated Spider-Man show and the meme of like him trying to climb a ladder and like crying when he falls down cuz Kingpin is just a big baby in the show. And I know they make him so intimidating and stuff like that, but I just can't can't wrap my head around not thinking that he's just a big baby because he's bald like a baby and he's just a big baby he always cries and gets angry for it he flips out for no reason he just goes around and flipping tables for no reason i'm like dude you should be in the fucking wwe flipping so many tables and then (laughs) every daredevil always does the same kick where he's like let me see let me see if i can it's like he's like standing like like this right and like there's someone right here and he just goes like and then like obviously like you know he flips and like goes and like hits them and I I just always like I'm like Dude, like, you always do that move. Like, come on. And I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm, almost done with season two. And he, every fight, he does that. And I'm like, is that your signature move? Like, like I thought it was like the batons, you know. I always thought it was like that. But he just always does it. And, I mean, overall, season one was great. Season two was like, <sighs> but I've pretty much just been watching it because I want to watch Echo, uh, which I think I might dive into that next week. But also the Percy Jackson series, so good that I'm going to read the books again. I've only read, I think, the first three. So I want to read them again. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I know I missed you guys. I know you missed my handsome, beautiful face. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, this was pretty decent episode 71. Oh no, 72. Sorry. Episode 72. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll catch you guys next week with a brand new episode. Take care. If you're in the Midwest or you're getting hit by the snowstorms in the U S stay warm, please. And if you're running, or you're starting to get into running, you don't need to, don't run outside if it's this cold. You're just going to get frostbite, okay? That that whole thing of like, oh, like, if you're not doing it, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, listen to your body. Listen to the weather. Like, it, trust me, it's not worth getting frostbite just to prove, thing, prove something to someone, okay? Don't be dumb. So anyway, take care, stay warm. And I see you guys next week with a brand new episode because we're back, baby. We're back like we never left. And we're going to act like nothing happened and I was not gone for two months. Anyway, I'll see you guys later. Take care. Peace.